0: Welcome to EXARC Extracts with me, Matilda Siebrecht, as we summarize the latest reviewed articles from the most recent issue of the EXARC Journal. We look at the autumn issue of the EXARC Journal released on September 15th, 2022. The first article is by Cordula Hansen and Rüdiger Kerm. Again, I apologize for any mispronunciations I make in this episode or any episode of this show. And is entitled retold on the way for a digital future of documentation in open air museums user requirements for data entry and a management product for the retold project for those who are unaware the retold project is an exarch launch project funded by creative europe which aims to develop a standardized workflow to freely document digitize and then share the heritage of open air museums you can find more information about this project on the exarch page this report gives an outline of the project's current findings to date, uh, focusing on the interviews and the surveys conducted at various establishments in order to learn more about the current state and the future requirements of digitization in European open-air museums. If you'd like to know more about the project, as I say, visit the EXARC website. You can read the full article in the EXARC journal, and you can also listen in to the latest episode of Finally Friday, which features two members of the Rieshold project as our special guests. The next article was also the topic of a recent Finally Friday podcast episode and focuses on examining the physical signature of pre electric tattooing tools and techniques, written by Aaron Dieter Wolf, Danny Ride, or Ride, and Maya Sialuk Jakobsen. So, this project, also funded through the Exarch Awards program, aimed to present the first experimental archaeological study to formally compare the physical characteristics of tattoos made on human skin using multiple pre-modern tools and tattooing techniques. These techniques included hand poking, hand tapping, and subdermal methods using tools made from bone, copper, obsidian, and even one from boar tusk. The results of their experiments, all performed by the way, on the leg of author Danny Ride, provide some really interesting insights into pre-modern tattooing and also many suggestions for future directions in this area of research. Article number three looks at the experimenter's body, movement as an artifact by Thaisa Martins. This paper was inspired by the question, when the only thing we have is the archaeologist's body, how can we do archaeology? And to answer this question, the author used a transdisciplinary approach combining the body movement analysis and theoretical framework of the study of dance with the archaeological perspective of experimental archaeology. And I should say the article is the result of the author's MA thesis and therefore creates a lot of further questions that can't really be answered unfortunately in the scope of this paper, but there are some really fascinating points raised. And if you're interested in this aspect of experimental archeology, span it's definitely worth a read. So next up we have Pit Preserves from Aida on the problem of charred seeds from prehistoric pits by Lutz Zwiebel. So charred cereal grains are one of the most common macro-remains described in archaeological collections and this article aims to discover exactly how these remains were created and under what conditions they preserve in the archaeological record. So the author used a mixture of experimentation with modern seeds and comparison with existing archeological data to investigate this question. They also experimented with fermentation processes and also discussed the location of these charred seeds in site reports. So it's a very detailed and specialized article, but it should be read by anyone involved in archaeobotanical research. And the author hopes that it will revive interest in the hypothesis of mixed fermentation in prehistoric European earth pits. The next article is also about Retold, the project I mentioned earlier. This one's entitled Open Air Museum Mobile Applications UX Report, Looking for Inspiration by Pau Saucis-Rota. And this report describes the use of 15 different mobile apps across different open-air museums um, that were analysed as part of the Retold project. So using a mixture of heuristic evaluation, the analysis of information architecture, and the analysis of interaction design, the project compared the apps in light of three different model types. These were the guide model, the experience-oriented model, and the exploration-oriented model. And the results suggest that each of these models has various advantages and disadvantages. If you want to know more detail, please do go and read the full article in the Exarch Journal. And as I said, you should also listen in to the latest episode of Finally Friday featuring two members of the Retold Project. The next article looks at a tablet-woven band from the Osberg Grave, Interpretation of Motif and Technique by Bente Skorksas. Again, I'm so sorry about my pronunciations. The Oseberg grave, which is a Norwegian tomb site dated to 834 A.D., is often considered to have the most important textile finds from the Viking Age, according to the author. So this study aimed to reinterpret one of the 48 tablet woven bands identified at the site, specifically band 13B2. And the article describes the method used, previous interpretations of this band, and the issues encountered during experimentation, And it also provides a detailed overview of how this motif could have been created based on the author's own weaving experience and experiments, and also a re-analysis of pre-existing data. So one for our textile experts out there. A different kind of reconstruction is the subject of the next article by Marcus Kleck, whose paper is entitled The Arrow Quiver of the Iceman, Reconstruction Attempts and the Special Significance of the Fur Material. So the famous find of Ötzi the Iceman and his associated artifacts, who was discovered in the Austrian-Italian Alps in 1991, has been the subject of many, many studies and reconstruction attempts. However, this article focuses on a relatively understudied part of his toolkit, the Arrow Quiver, So the author discusses the previous scientific attempts at identifying the type of skin used to create the quiver and the importance of this identification in light of various factors. So thickness, color, density, even whether it's the animal's winter or summer coat. So again, a lot of detail is provided about the method of reconstruction. So this paper is definitely worth a full read for all of those interested in this fascinating find. The final reviewed article of this issue of the Exarch Journal looks at different vessel surface polishing methods and mutual effects of their applications by Siana Dimanska, Alexandra Setvinska, and Darius Manetsky. My apologies. This article describes the results of experimental polishing on replica bell beakers using three different tool materials bone, wood, and stone. And the experimental parameters also included, for example, using different clay mixtures, applying animal grease, repolishing, and using various firing methods. The results showed that while all of the tools created a burnished polish on the vessels, stone was probably the best at polishing, and also applying grease prevented any dulling of the shine through firing, as well as increasing the waterproof nature of the vessels. So a very interesting experimental project with lots of potential for future expansion. So those were the reviewed articles of this issue. As well as these articles, the issue also had several unreviewed mixed matters articles. These include two event reviews, 50 Years of Cooperation between the University of Vienna and Mammutz," written by Franz Pieler, and Metallurgy Short Course at Sharp 2022 written by Giovanna Frigni. And there are also two book reviews, Investigations into the Dying Industry in Pompeii by H Hopkins Pepper, reviewed by Manta van der Herve, and Studies in Experimental Archaeometallurgy, Metallurgies by George Fairley et al, reviewed by Terry Runner. Giovanna Frigni also provides us with a review of the Historical Metallurgy Society's Second Accidental and Experimental Conference from June this year. And Roland Pardikopa reviews the ICOM Museum Convention in Prague from August this year. And finally, Ulrika Braun presents an overview of virtual reality. One project, 13 museums. So that was all for this issue of the Exarch Journal. This was Exarch Extracts. If you want to find out more about the research mentioned in this episode, check out the latest edition of the Exarch Journal, which can be accessed online at exarch.net forward slash journal.